0: What up, y'all? Is DJ Envy and I am Gia Casey, and this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, and I am here to say that our detox is officially freaking over. Hallelujah! That's right, it is over, and <laughs> and shout out to the, the good doctors and and the coach Jesse. It is over. We did thirty days. Yep, we did. We
1: successfully days. completed. 30 days. I never thought this day
0: would come. No, not at all. So I'll, I'll tell you my side and again, I could tell you hers. Um, I lost, um, it's
1: over, it's over, it's
0: over, over, over. I lost, uh, 24 <laughs> pounds, mm-hmm. 24 pounds when it was finally over. I got to my lowest weight, 169. Um, and it was, it was a, it's a great experience. I feel good. I, I feel lighter. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say it was easy cause it wasn't easy.
1: Definitely um, wasn't easy. Giving
0: up meat, giving up a lot of the foods that I enjoyed to eat was not easy at all. It was very difficult. And know it seems like it was, oh, I could do that for 30 days. No, it's no. very difficult, especially when your world lives around food.
1: I think, you know, something I didn't really realize. No, maybe I did realize. But I don't think that I realized to the degree mm-hmm. at which our lives revolve around food. Yeah, I mean, And us in crazy. particular. I think a lot of people um, hold food as a very significant part of their lives, but I think us especially.
0: Mm-hmm. No, and, and the thing is, is it's meetings, it's uh, dates, it's... Dinners with friends. Dinners with friends. Not even our kids. Yes. You know, our kids didn't, you know, do the di- the detox, so they're still eating, and it's difficult to smell that food and and to see them with their snacks. And, or to
1: be cooking it for them.
0: Yeah, or, or, yeah, even worse, to cook it for them. and Can't cho-
1: even take, you can't even lick the
0: spoon. Nope. Chocolate chip cookies, no potato chips, no, uh, what's all this other <laughs> stuff I love, cheese Cake, You know, no macaroni and cheese, no chicken, no steak, no french fries, none of that. You know, no candy, none of that. Like, like
1: not even a Dorito. No. Like, I'm not a huge chips eater. Like, when I do snack, I do snack on chips. I'm not as big on sweets as I am on salts. Mm-hmm. But... I would open up the pantry and just sit there and stare at the Doritos like, how bad would it be if I just had one little triangle?
0: Right. No. How bad could it possibly be? No, you're absolutely right. Like but the temptation was so serious for me. No, we, we you really didn't. I didn't, but
1: we kept it tight. But And I was really rigid. I was really rigid about the rules. One day we were in the city and we were in the city all day handling some business Mm -hmm. and we were starving and had to find a place that sold the kind of food that we could eat. And you'll find vegan restaurants. There are a lot of vegan stores, vegan groceries, vegan restaurants. But what we were doing wasn't necessarily Strictly vegan, we couldn't have vegetables or anything like that. So, even if we would find a place that had butternut squash soup, it had all this other stuff in it, and then we couldn't have that soup right because it had vegetables or Mm -hmm. celery or onions or whatever. And we're not allowed to have that stuff. So, I feel like L's were everywhere, like we were set up to take L's, especially when we were away from the house. But we
0: kept it tight and we kept it together, and we actually finished. You know, I would say. You know, when the detox, now that the detox is over, I do feel lighter. Um, I love the way that I look. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that was one thing that, you know, it's crazy. I didn't really love the way that I look before. What do you mean? Um, I just didn't love my body shape. You know, I didn't love my weight too much. I disagree with you. You, I mean, I mean, you love me, but I just didn't, you know, I just didn't love it. I wanted to be more fit and trim. And I remember a year ago. Your body shape. Yeah. Let me explain it. A year ago, I was in the gym heavy, crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Crazy, 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 crazy. And I loved the way my body shape was. I love my muscles. I love my form. I love everything. But I felt like I got off of that. And this got me back to a place which I love and I enjoy it. I love it. Yeah, and you look great.
1: Thank you. But you say your body shape. I don't really know what you mean by that. Um, Body shape means... Like you have skinny legs. right. Or thin legs, I should say. Thinny, and thin legs, Like right. your body is thin. Your body is slender. Your body was slender before. But
0: it wasn't, I, I'm not going to say I'm chiseled now, but I'm more closer to chiseled. Like I see definition in my body and I love seeing definition.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, and just clarify, because some people did ask, um, was this 24 pound weight loss solely as a result of the 30 day detox or was it both combined?
0: Now, what, what I did was it was definitely just because of the 30 day detox. Yeah, it was. No,
1: you originally lost thirteen pounds with the seven day detox, and then I gained it back when I went to Africa. Remember? Well, you didn't gain all thirteen back. I you gained, gained eight, 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 back. Right. eight back. eight back. Eight back. So when you started this detox, you were at a five pound loss. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you lost twenty four altogether with this detox, you lost nineteen about, pounds. About nineteen. With yeah. this one solely. Right. Right. I just yeah. want to make sure that we give accurate information or don't leave room for people to wonder, especially if they're interested in doing it themselves.
0: Absolutely. And uh, what happened is, is like on the 20th day of the detox, my body kind of just hit a, a, a a minimum. I should say, I guess a minimum because I would just stay at 169, 170 and I couldn't go no lower than that. I guess that's my body type and maybe everything else I was eating because I just didn't do the detox. I also worked out every day. So, you know, the doctor said that was probably muscle just accumulated on me now because now it just wasn't the the fat that was there. So I feel lighter. I feel better. I feel everything just feels better better with me like I feel light on my feet I, I feel faster I feel quicker maybe it's just in my mind mm-hmm. but that is the way that I feel now coming off of it people say well are you going to stay with it uh, you know how's your eating going to be well the plan is to stay this way but with options meaning you know for breakfast still eat the same way for lunch still eat the same way at dinner I open up and can I have a little bit more of what I want and then on the weekend I'm going to eat what I want
1: Okay, so you've abandoned the vegan Monday through Thursday. Yes, idea.
0: I'm gonna try that, and the reason I'm gonna try and it's you, not the vegan. I'm a, whatever thing it was, the same thing that we did: the kiwa, the avocados. The so fruit.
1: not even, so not even vegetables Monday through Thursday. No, I
0: was just gonna stay on that, but this is the problem that I can't is because now that the nanny is 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 gone, like you're putting a lot of effort into cooking, like you are <laughs> fucking. Like, all right, so let me explain Emerald. to you guys. <laughs> Chef, Chef Gia Casey here. You know, once the nanny left and, and we were off the diet, you know, we were t- talking to you guys about the first place we're going is Tao. We're going to go Tao. Yeah. And we're going to get Chalene sea bass, and we're going to get lobster. We're going to get Red Snapper. Like we were planning. No, this not shit.
1: their lobster. I don't like their lobster.
0: Well, the Red Snapper.
1: <laughs> their we, Red Snapper and their sea bass. We uh-huh. were
0: planning like a motherfucker. So Gia, <laughs> Gia and I was like, you know, the nanny's not here. Let's. You know, it was the weekend she was like, let's go to
1: Trader Joe's. We went to Trader
0: Joe's, Whole Foods, Whole Foods, and Fairway. And
1: a place, I don't know how many fairways there there are, mm-hmm. but there's um a place called Fairway out here, which I think is great.
0: Right. So we went to all these places and said, Let's get some food and it started we're just gonna get a little bit for the kids. And Now
1: it, mind you, now mind you, I've never been to a Whole Foods in my life. Our nanny's been to Trader Joe's a few times, but I've never stepped into a Trader Joe's. Right. And I've never been into a fairway. Like, I'm a BJ's and stop and shop kind of
0: girl. Absolutely. <laughs> so. but, but we get there, and gear goes ham. I mean, gear is buying everything. No, I went vegetable. Yeah, she went Bo-dum-bum. vegetable. Bo-dum-bum. <laughs> so she's buying everything vegetables. She's buying <laughs> yeah. everything organic. She's asking, is this grass-fed? Is, or is this... You know, farm fed. And she's going hard and she's getting... Farm raised. What? Farm, farm fed. raised. That's uh-huh. what I meant. They knew what I meant. You know, the same thing. So we we leave out of there with, you name it, shrimp, scallops, uh, lobster, chicken, We bought lobster tails that were... They looked
1: like newborn fruit. babies. Right. Like these lobster tails looked like newborn babies because I'm trying to... So you talked about your... Experience. My experience was by Monday, the last day of our detox, I lost 13 pounds, mm-hmm. which, as you guys already know, was um, a little bit hard for me because I felt as though um, the weight loss didn't look amazing on me. Right. So I plan on gaining it all back so slowly but surely. Um, and as far as the way that we feel, Rashawn feels different. Me personally, I have to be honest, I don't feel any different uh-huh. but I believe that my insides feel different. Right, I'm sure that the detox did exactly what it was supposed to do mm-hmm. and damn it to hell I don't want to say this but ugh, I'm going to tell you guys what's really going on your poop looks different mm-hmm. on this detox and I remember watching Dr. Oz a long time ago and I don't know if you guys saw this episode I had a few conversations with people like over the years and People do the same thing. Like, after you use the bathroom, you check your stool right. to see if it's like a healthy stool or an unhealthy stool. Correct. Like, sometimes, you know, you check the color of your urine. The mm-hmm. closer to clear it is, apparently, the better intake of fluids you're you're putting in your body. Correct. So, that means you're drinking more water, more clear fluids, which technically are supposed to be better for you, as right. opposed to sodas and juices full of sugar, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. But your stool is... From what I understand, from what I remember from that Doctor Oz episode, your stool is supposed to be compact and long and together, not sectioned off and like little chunks or like whatever. It's supposed to come out in the shape of your intestines, intestines. correct? And I found that that was the case. Right. Not that I really want to give you guys that visual, but yeah. to me that was a um, a sign of health. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was a good thing. But as far as the way I felt, um, I just felt hungry. I just got to be, I, that, that's how I felt <laughs> the entire time. Um, so yeah, I'm saying all that to say my plan moving forward, as I told you, I think on the last podcast mm-hmm. is I want to live a more pescatarian focused lifestyle. Okay. Um, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fish, shrimp, lobster, things of that nature um, and I would like to have steak occasionally chicken, organic chicken maybe twice a week I'm not going to swear off anything. Right. I don't want to eat much pork at all but there are things that I want in my life like prosciutto, prosciutto and mozzarella, prosciutto and tomato, prosciutto, tomato and mozzarella, things of that nature. Um, But I'm not going to go out and buy pork chops and I'm going to try to avoid bacon, um, things like that. So we did go shopping and I mean, oh my gosh, I feel like we bought the entirety of all three of those stores. There was just so much healthy stuff. Stuff right. that you can put in your refrigerator and that you can prepare, prepare portobello mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms, fresh broccoli, fresh green beans. Well, let me explain
0: to the people the, the first our, our first meal. And, you know, our first meal, when I say it was so disrespectful, <laughs> it was disrespectful because Gia cooked it.
1: <laughs> what's, what's and I, mean?
0: I helped a little bit. But, you know, the first meal was everything that you could possibly imagine. It was chicken. Fried lobster tail, grilled salmon, it was uh, mushrooms, it was string beans, it was- Green beans. Green beans. It was baked macaroni and cheese. It was, um, and it was one more thing. French fries. French fries. fries. And it was something else. There was something else I'm missing. Oh, Mm. um-
1: Prosciutto wrapped, prosciutto wrapped scallops, wrap with scallops. Yeah, scallops yeah,
0: yeah yeah and when i say everything i mean and of course it was for it was seven eight of us but she cooked all that and when i say everything was fucking amazing <laughs> like after i felt bad i was like oh my gosh i feel so bad i didn't gain i, I didn't gain but one pound or one and a half pounds because I, you know i'm a scale whore i'm on the scale every day you are a scale whore. i am i'd like to see what my body's doing i like to see yes, what food affects me and all that bitch. Mm-hmm. Like you and that scale. you probably weigh yourself like three four times a day it's ridiculous twice a day okay maybe three times <laughs> i just weigh myself right now with, i know i, want, I
1: hear it because i when you step on it goes click click i can hear it in the bedroom I'm, from the bathroom i'm, I'm, at, one, I'm
0: at 172 right I'm talking now about so. two times Yoki. like i said i want to stay in the area of between 170 and 175 that's where i want to be but the food was amazing everything was juicy everything was <laughs> fresh everything was tasty it was seasoned oh and it was so teriyaki it was teriyaki freaking, salmon right teriyaki salmon yeah and uh Orange chicken? What kind of chicken? Um, Caribbean mango chicken. Oh my gosh! When I say everything was great, everything was wonderful. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, awesome. it, it it was it was. I mean, our kids who don't like food all the time. What do you mean they
1: don't like food all the time?
0: They like like the same. You mean thing the babies? Over, yeah, the babies. Oh,
1: okay. They I'm like, like, like the Madison same and stuff Logan over Eve. and
0: over, and they enjoyed it. They loved it. It was just a great. Madison
1: was like meal. You should open up a restaurant. Yes. I was like, yeah, so that's not going to happen. No,
0: it was, no, you did, you did, give me five. You did your fucking, (laughs) Uh, thing. You
1: fried the, I seasoned the lobster. You fried it. I
0: fried the lobster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just, it, it was good, but it was fun because the kids were helping out. They were all excited. It was a good, good, great, not even a good, a great Amazing fucking meal, thank you. Like I was gonna post pictures, but it was it went too fast. I was it like, went too
1: fast. But you know, it's for- like you guys like vacuumed it up with your with your mouths. Like mm-hmm. it was
0: crazy. But you know what? From there, that's when we said, you know, all right, that was the first meal that broke the fast. <laughs> now let's get back to what we need to do. Those prosciutto wrapped scallops were freaking incredible. Everything was great, and yeah. people looking like y'all did all that. diet to fuck it all up? Yes, we did. Yeah, but just- but. Just for that one meal. Just for that one day. and Now we're back on track to what we're doing. Um,
1: But now I am so into cooking. So that was um, Monday. So Tuesday and Wednesday, I decided that I'm going to have hot meals ready for Madison and Logan Mm -hmm. when they come home from school. So Madison gets home at about 2.30. Logan gets home at 3.20. So I prepare a hot meal for them for when they get home. Right. And then they have dinner a few hours later at 6.30. That's usually when we have dinner, um, and they still eat a lot at dinner time. I would think that they'd be full because I made Mass and like the teriyaki salmon so much that. And by the way, I got the marinade from was that Whole Foods? I got the marinade from oh, Whole. No, it it, no, it, I got the the teriyaki marinade from okay. Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, but it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be one of those cheesy teriyaki glaze, marinade, BS, nonsenses. Well, I'm going to try it. I tried to find the most authentic label. The label that I found, I think it was white with like royal blue. Uh And it was incredible. And Madison loved it so much. She was like, so can I have like a a salmon salad tomorrow after lunch? I'm like, sure. What do you want in it? And I put everything she wanted. When she bit into like the first piece, like that smile, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're going to have a warm Early dinner, late lunch, every day when you get home from school. I'm excited now. Yeah, Logan, I threw steak on the grill for him for when he came home from school. And he was just like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So I was like, when you get good feedback, it makes you want to do it. Do more. Even more, yeah. So now it's like I stay in the, ever since then, I, I, I've been in the kitchen like two, three times a day. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah.
0: After this podcast, we should go to the grocery store and get some fresh food for tonight.
1: We just got more fresh food yesterday.
0: Are we good? Okay. I just want to make sure. We
1: have, Yeah, we're going to do chicken and shrimp tonight. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Now, um, you know what I want to talk about today? What? Not letting your kids take advantage of you and not letting your kids. Here we you. go. I'll tell th- you a little story. I'm going to tell you. And without any type of warning, you just throw it on me. Now, let me tell you. Now, you know, we have five kids. And today, you know, our oldest, 16-year-old Madison.
1: Somebody almost got knocked
0: out. Texted me and said, just out the blue. Thank you, Dad. I love you so much. And also, thank you for waking me up this morning. I really appreciate it. <laughs> love you. Now, this just came out the blue. I don't know where it came from. I didn't even respond. I'm like, I don't know what's the fuck's going on. So uh-huh. I called you. I'm like, what's going on? And then mm-hmm. you tell me that you you and Madison got into a little incident this morning.
1: I almost knocked her out. I was so angry this morning. You know when sometimes... The smallest thing mm-hmm. can set you off in a big way uh-huh. and it the offense doesn't have to be horrible mm-hmm. or like unimaginable or anything like that but what the offense represents okay can be what's overly offensive okay in a sense mm-hmm. so this is what happened Madison goes to school, well, she she leaves for school every morning at 7.15. Okay. So I take her to school every morning at 7.15. Her bell, she has to be at school by Mm
0: 7.30.
1: And school is about 12, 13 minutes away. Right, not too far. It's not too far. Mm -hmm. But she comes walking down the stairs every morning at 7.15. Okay. I've been telling her we should leave the house at 710 just so you have a little bit of a buffer. Mm -hmm. You know, we shouldn't be leaving the house to the minute in order for you to get to school on time. Correct. So what happens in the morning when she gets downstairs? It's like, let's go. I have to be a lightning bolt and hurry out of the house, hop in the car, pull out of the garage and take off every morning. And it's not a massive rush, but... In her mind, we have to get out of the house in that very moment. And it annoys me. So I'll tell her, Madison, come come downstairs at 710. Mm-hmm. So that in the case that when you come downstairs, if I have to use the bathroom, we have a minute and a half buffer. Gotcha. Or if... Grandma needs something. We have 60 seconds to, so that I can get that done so that if Jackson falls, I can pick him up and rub his back and lay him back down Correct. or something like that, which sounds reasonable. But she cuts it literally to the minute. So, again, because we have no help, I'm getting up every day between 5 and 5.30. Mm-hmm. I go downstairs. I make the kids a hot breakfast. I pack everyone's lunches, including my 16-year-old, who can pack her lunch herself. Right. But as a show of my love to her, I pack her lunch for her. I make her sandwiches. You know, when I was that age, I bought lunch at school. Right. Right. But she claims that she doesn't like the lunch at school. She so like does lunch. Logan. Correct. Yes, yeah, so she likes for her lunch to be made with love at home. So I make it for her every day. I
0: just want to tell you right then and there that's that's an option, right? Because I didn't love the lunch in school, but I didn't have a choice. My mom wasn't gonna make me lunch every day. You know right. what I did? I bought a coffee cake and a soda. And that was my lunch till I got home. But well, go that's ahead. sad. But, but that's you, that's sad. Now you go ahead and, and get be mama the Yes. Ahead, go.
1: Oh and Secondly, Logan doesn't really like ham and cheese sandwiches. I mean, Madison will have, she has 10 different sandwiches that she likes. She's a foodie. But Logan, he's a really simple guy. He likes bacon, egg, and cheese. So every morning after I drop Madison at 7.15, I call in his lunch. I swing by the deli. I pick up his bacon, egg, and cheese. I bring it home. He gets two Gatorades, one Shore, and two Fruit by the Foots for his lunch. Every single day. He won't have anything else. And I go and do that happily again as a sign of love for my child. So I'm downstairs and I'm early. I got up super early. The baby's clothes, like I said before. On a previous podcast, I pick out their clothes the night before. Everything's laid out and I'm great on time. So she comes downstairs at about 7.14. She has a conflict with her wardrobe. Mommy, should I wear this or that? Mm-hmm. Should I wear this belt and these sneakers or just these sneakers alone with no belt and this jacket, no jacket? What do you think? I'm like, option B. She's like, okay. She runs out of the room and she's changing. While she's doing that, mm-hmm. I tow some raisin bread for my mother and I'm buttering it. And when she comes back into the room, she's like, mom, let's go. Let's hurry up. Take the car out of the garage and swing it around front. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm like, excuse me? do what come on mom we have to go we have to go we have to go i said what <laughs> you guys know me with cursing Mom be honest with you i was like what the bleep do you think this is mm-hmm. do i look like you're bleeping uber I'm not your bleeping Uber. Mm. I'm down here. I prepared your lunch. Lunch for a 16-year-old that should prepare her own damn lunch. I drive you to school. Meanwhile, there's a bus that comes to the corner every single day to pick you up. But no, you don't want to take the bus. So I get my ass up out of my bed Mm -hmm. in my pajamas and drive you to school every morning when I have four other kids that need to be fed, that need to be dressed, that need their teeth brushed, that need Everything and then I gotta take them to school, but I give you all of these luxuries and you tell me, Mommy, hurry up, get in the car, swing the car around front.
0: Pull the car around, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> pull the car around, bitch.
1: Meanwhile, you can walk with me mm-hmm. through the garage into the car and pull out with me at the same time. And what was crazy about is about it was that it made no sense. Right. What she said made no sense. But she's so used to hurrying and hurrying me Uh and almost making me feel that if I don't skip to the loo quick enough, I'm the reason that she's going to be late. Meanwhile, she's coming down the stairs to the second to disable her from being late. Like it's. So I I cursed her out the entire way to school this but
0: morning. car around. It front, was bitch. so
1: bad for ten minutes. I was yelling at her in the car, and when I dropped her off and I started to pull away, my throat was sore. Right, and the reason is, I am happy to do to go above and beyond. Right, for the people that I love. You five, what, six, seven people in this house, mm-hmm. my family, my flesh and blood, I will go to the ends of the earth right. to make you happy. I will do it happily. I will not complain. The only thing that anybody wants, any child, any mother, any wife, the any husband, the mm-hmm. only thing that people want is to be appreciated. Right. You Absolutely. just want to be appreciated. And I refuse to raise children... That and don't get me wrong, she wasn't disrespectful, but I refuse to raise children that take that love for granted Mm -hmm. or just expect it. No, I do these things for you guys because you're good kids. You get good grades, you're respectful, you speak to me the way that you that I like to be spoken to. You give there's love, there's affections, there's pleases, there's thank yous, there's all that stuff. The minute that I don't see that, mm-hmm. I lose my shit. And I, get it. I told her, I said, from now on, you make your own lunch. And if there's not sufficient ingredients or you don't have the deli meat that you want or whatever in the house, you better make sure that the night before you ask somebody to take you because in the morning, there's gonna be no, oh, there was no roast beef. So can you go to a deli? Mommy's not going to the deli for you ever, never again. In the morning. It's not going to happen. Right. I just, and our kids are far, 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 far from spoiled, but I think that that's my hot button. I think that I am so, I've always been, ever since they could talk, I'm so fearful of raising spoiled children Mm -hmm. that I think that's my red button. And they've never exemplified being spoiled, but the hint of it, like, mom, pull, pull, like this is a luxury you being driven to school get on that freaking yellow bus on the corner and take that uncomfortable ride to school every morning as a matter of fact that's what's going to happen that was another threat that i told her this morning i was like from now to tomorrow you're getting dropped off at the corner so then pass me my phone so this is what she texted me from school see, see she texted you she see. got out the car and was like i love you i just turned my face to the side because you know what kids gotta know that you're serious. Mm-hmm. And I think me cursing, because I never curse. I never curse at them. I never, right. I don't even like to really curse in front of them unless I'm making a joke. Who curses at them? Or something. You cuss at them
0: exactly. all the time. But
1: what, <laughs> I took a page out of your book in this situation. And hey, what'd she say? Hold on a minute, Madison, Madison, Madison. Okay. She goes, this was today at 9.58 a.m. So mm-hmm. she had a whole whopping, what, two hours and 18 minutes to think about this. 28 minutes. Yeah, 28 minutes. Hey, Mom, I'm sorry about this morning. I just thought that by having you meet me in the front would save me some time. I wasn't trying to put it on you for me running late. I also appreciate you packing my lunch for me this morning. I know you had a lot to do with the babies and everything. If I knew that Daisy wasn't going to be here, I would have done it myself. Daisy is our um, nanny in training. I'm sorry for having an attitude this morning. I love you so much. And again, I apologize.
0: See now. This is something that I've been having. I've been telling you for the last two, three weeks, right? I told you, and this is going to sound crazy, but I told you, you do too much for the kids. You do too much for the kids. I now, now think about what you do every morning, right? You take Madison to school at seven fifteen, right? Mm -hmm. You jet back here. You no, you jet back here. Then you take Logan at eight, right?
1: I take Logan and. The three babies at eight.
0: The three babies at eight. So then you drop off Logan, right, at well, not, his school.
1: Not really. They don't just magically get ready. So I'm up. I do everything right, between right, five right, right, right. and seven. But then when I come back, they've already been partially, I already got them partially ready between, say, six, six, 15 and seven, 15 when I have to leave with Madison Then, when I get back, I get them the rest ready. Right,
0: right, right. So, now you Mm got to get the kids ready. You got to drop one. So, you just drop Madison off of school. Then, you drop Logan off of school. Then, you drop the the two babies off of school the three year old and and four year old. Right, boom. Then, you got to drive 25 minutes to Brooklyn school because her school is on the other side of town, way on the other side of town. Well,
1: it's not on the side of our town, it's in another town. It's in another town. Right. Mm -hmm. Then,
0: you got to come back and get their lunch and drop off Logan's lunch, right? So, I told you this. I said.
1: No, no, no. I don't have to drop off Logan's lunch anymore because I get it after. I dropped Madison now so now he goes to school with, with his, his lunch. lunch I used to have to go back and drop off his yeah, lunch so you
0: would go back to Logan school to drop off his lunch which I thought was fucking insane so like I told you the other day I said if I was you I would tell the kids what do you like to eat you tell me what you like to eat I will buy what you like to eat whether it's uh, cold cuts whether it's um, I don't know, warm food to be microwaved, whether it's peanut butter and jelly, whether it's ketchup sandwiches, ketchup whatever, whatever you guys like to eat, I will uh, buy. Uh. And then it's your job in the morning to make your motherfucking lunch. You are 16 and 14 years old. You motherfuckers know how to make a sandwich.
1: Now they're MFers? Oh my God. You
0: motherfuckers know how to make a sandwich. And you Shame tell me what time you, you want to leave. You know what? No more leaving at 7.15. You're leaving at 7.10, at 7 o'clock. You know why? You're going to be your ass 15 minutes they early, gonna, they're gonna be there. Yes, your your ass is gonna be there. Fifteen <laughs> minutes early. Uh. I don't give a fuck if you're not down at seven o'clock. That's gonna give you fifteen minutes to walk to the bus stop. That's how I and that's how I would play it every day. You're too nice. Okay, I'll rush. Okay, I'll do this. I'll warm up the car. I'll pull a car in the front. No motherfucker, we could all go in the garage and get in the car. What mm-hmm. what the fuck? You too good to go go in the garage? The garage is heated, motherfuckers. We all no, go into the garage.
1: You know I gotta tell you.
0: No, she gets to pull around the front because you be like, babe, I'll meet you downstairs. Pull around, pull a car around the front so that's where she gets that from she mm-hmm. she thinks she's you so no <laughs> the way i tell you to pull the car on the front yeah no you'd be like babe i'll be down in a second just pull the car on the front so we can leave that's what you do uh uh-huh. right but no motherfucker no 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 you're you are too nice and then even with that, the kids like, i hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. the other day london's gone tell you what tell dad uh i'm tired of chicken fingers every day for lunch chicken nuggets chicken nuggets every day for lunch she
1: didn't say it like that see you just drew the wrong picture. that's not what happened mother- that's not what my baby did that's not what she said that's not what happened that's a misrepresentation
0: look, you going to tell me you tired of chicken fingers like you chicken nuggets like, chicken nuggets you're 4 years old you better be stop happy it. with them chicken that nuggets is not what happened. you know what i had and, and, and stop it i don't, don't want to hear no let me finish shoot. you about to get she a got black warm eye chicken don't talk nuggets. about my london you know what i had you know what i got in elementary school and her what you got when you were 4 i know what i got Peanuts. Butter and jelly every day. There was no you got option. Peanut
1: butter and jelly. Yes, every, peanut butter your and jelly. See, Mama or, Mama Janet,
0: you didn't love him. Or ham and cheese. Matter of fact, you know what I got too? Bologna. You bologna. Got bologna. There's no nutritional value no, of bologna. But our kids getting chicken fingers. I can't use
1: that as a reference point.
0: Those they, aren't. They get Friday, they get pizza, they get all types Mm-mm-mm. of shit. I put extra Annie's, uh, but you know, they don't, snacks. nobody knows what you're talking about. I, I'm telling so for
1: st- the babies, for the babies, we order hot lunch to their school every day. Their school has an option. Either you can bring lunch or a service comes to the school every day and brings all the children that have ordered hot lunch, Hot lunch. Right. So every day they get something different. But I think that they probably have chicken nuggets or chicken tenders on the menu often. And my little sweet baby said to me the other day when I picked her up from school, she said, Mommy, can you please do me a favor? I said, what? She said, can you please tell daddy, because they know that you order the lunch, can you please tell daddy no more chicken nuggets I get chicken nuggets so many times a week, and I'm just tired of them. I'll take anything else but chicken nuggets, well, and gonna, that's how she damn well said it. Why you had to throw all the attitude and the twang on it? Tell daddy no more chicken nuggets, mother trucker. Like that's I don't like. Well, how you know you what she's did getting that. this
0: week? This week she's getting vegetable soup on on you know Tuesday. What, I'm gonna,
1: see, now you're just gonna be spiteful because no, the kid doesn't gonna, want chicken tenders. Wants, wants that's what shit. you're gonna do? You're gonna I'm spite a, my four year old? That's some how other it shit. goes down at the KC I'm house household. I'ma give her some
0: other shit. She, really?
1: Oh, now she got yes. See, she's getting a
0: burger with no. I gotta go now.
1: I gotta go and, and, and no check ketchup. the list, or I gotta pack her a second lunch as an option in case soup. she doesn't like She's this, a, the lunch a, a that's delivered to the no school. Burger with no cheese
0: and no ketchup. On, why on, why on is she th- getting a burger with no cheese and no ketchup? Because she says she wants something different. She gets no cheese and no ketchup. This dry, is what you do? Dry. This is the example you want to set? Be, and you know what? This is, I, this is who you are? And I didn't get no chocolate milk the first week. It's all she's going to be thirsty uh, as a motherfucker. Don't she worry. I put home. a
1: Pediasure in their lunchbox every day. Well, that Pedia Shore better last a well, whole Well, what I do day. do is they get their lunch delivered to the school, delivered to the school, and I also pack them a lunchbox with options just in case what they get delivered they're not a huge fan of. So... I pack a lot of fun stuff in their, in their lunch. I pack Doritos. I pack Cheez-Its. Okay. They get Pedia Shores. They keep get them, mandarin oranges. They get applesauce. They get fruit by the foot. They get all types of <laughs> Keep letting them boxes. play you. See, I'm,
0: I'm, you know what? When she comes home now, she's going to be like, Dad, can you order me chicken fingers See, again? shame you on you. You unders- know
1: how good I felt when I was in elementary school and I opened up my lunchbox and there were like all these treasures in there? Yo, tell me if you had the same experience. When I was a kid... Only the cool kids had Capri Suns. And then the kids that weren't cool had like the Mots
0: <laughs> juice boxes
1: or whatever. Like if you pulled a Capri Sun out of your lunchbox,
0: everybody was like, Ooh. I had Mott's. Oh. I had Mott's. That explains a lot. And then no, I No, had- I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had Mott's because my mom said Mott's was healthier and I liked apple juice. But And I got every day, I got three chocolate chip cookies or four chocolate chip cookies in a Ziploc bag well, with cool. either a ham and cheese sandwich or peanut butter and jelly.
1: But you know, it's funny because when we were in Fairway the other day, I'm sitting there like, I don't want to give them Capri Sun anymore. Right. You know, Capri Sun, I don't know what's in Capri Sun. Before, I never thought about it, oh, but now, you're now, like, oh, but now I, I do. So string. I'm like- I'm sitting there, I'm going through like the kids' juice aisle, and there I saw organic Capri Sun. But I'm like, oh, it might taste like trash. So I only got two boxes of that, but then I bought a bunch of like Mott's juices.
0: That was organic. They had organic. Yeah, so I'm Motz, like, right. you
1: just might be Not uncool, flavor. but hey, at My least your goodness. insides are going to be cleaner.
0: But that's to say, don't let your kids play you and bitch, pull a car around. <laughs> no, you did you say, pull a car around. Pull, pull a car around, bitch. <laughs> my goodness right 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 all right well let's get to the email of the week all right
1: oh and i texted maddie back no problem i love
0: you too oh so you're gonna take her to school tomorrow you're gonna drop her over the bus
1: yeah no she apologized mm-hmm. so i'm happy we're good there's no problem no resentment okay i'm harboring nothing and okay. she and you could tell by the text that was a very heartfelt apology
0: well that's my little baby See, so better leave her alone mm-hmm. all right now um now the uh email is it starts off with it feels like my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend
1: Hold on, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, go ahead.
0: Somehow is interested in my boyfriend. Now <clears throat> Hold she on goes, a
1: minute. I'm sorry, I might feel a little slow. That's her so that's kind of like her potential sister in law in a sense, is interested in her boyfriend's brother. Got it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, uh, hey, Gear and Envy. First off, I want to say how much I look forward to hearing your podcast every week. I have learned so much from listening to the both of you talk, and I just want to say how inspirational your relationship is to others. Me and my boyfriend have been together for three years, going on four, and we have a great relationship. But there's one problem. His brother's girlfriend. She has a son with my boyfriend's brother, and he is extremely close to his nephew, almost to the point where it's uncomfortable. His brother has had a lot of self issues, which have resulted in him not really being there for his son. Because my boyfriend and his nephew are so close, she has been the point of contact for whatever reason. She seems to call my boyfriend and tell him that her son misses his uncle and wants to see him a lot. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, he asked her if he could stay the night at our house without talking to me about it first when she came up to me and asked I was completely caught off guard.
1: Say that one more time, that last line.
0: Uh, he asked if he could stay the night at our house. Hold on.
1: He asked. Who asked?
0: Uh, his uncle was to simple last weekend. The kid? Yeah, no, yeah. He asked her. He asked the mom.
1: Okay, so her son asked her. No, no no, no,
0: no. The boyfriend.
1: Her boyfriend?
0: Her boyfriend asked. The girlfriend. his brother no 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 his boyfriend her boyfriend the oh, boyfriend yes <laughs> ask the girl that she that she thinks is is likes him you get it no okay let's call <laughs> let's call the girl there's a
1: lot of his and hers and stuff going on
0: let's call the girl the mean one the mean one is trying to like the mean one forget it
1: the email you're calling the mean
0: one forget it forget it forget it let me read it again thank you She seems to call my boyfriend and tell him that her son misses his uncle and wants to see him a lot. Mm -hmm. Last weekend, her boyfriend asked her if the boy could stay the night at our house without talking to me about it first. Okay, got it. When she came up to me and asked, I was completely caught off guard that they had already made plans without my knowledge. The relationship between my boyfriend and her is very strange to me. Mm -hmm. You would think when it came to his brother's son, my boyfriend would talk to him about his kid, not the girlfriend. Please help me, guys. This has been a huge problem in our relationship. I almost feel like she is jealous of the relationship with me and my boyfriend, the relationship that we have together. And she thinks that uh, she got the wrong brother because my boyfriend shows her son the type of attention and love the baby's father. My
1: boyfriend shows her.
0: It shows her son the type of attention and love the baby father doesn't right Uh and then she goes if I'm wrong for having the feelings I have let me know nope also nail
1: right on the head
0: I do not get along with this girl we are both cordial mm-hmm. to each other but we both know we don't care for each other we just have two completely different personalities and we often clash she is the type to be very attention seeking and negative about everything she is hard a hard person to be around am i wrong for feeling this way nope please respond even if it's not on air i don't have anyone i could talk to about this thank you guys with love hailey
1: mm-hmm. i'm just digesting some of it okay um, um
0: now I, I i will say this um i understand the brother Right. And, and and if he knows, all right, let's put it like this. OK, wait,
1: wait, wait, we have to label people because there's two brothers.
0: OK, her boyfriend. I'll say her boyfriend.
1: So hold on. So there's. Let's call her boyfriend the uncle. Because he's the okay. nephew's
0: uncle. OK,
1: so he's really the uncle. So her boyfriend is the uncle. Right. And then. The father, we can call him. The brother or the baby's father? Who the, baby, wanna, the baby's father. The baby's father. Okay. And then there's the emailer. We'll call the emailer the email. Her
0: name is Haley. So we call Our her name, Haley. Okay,
1: so we'll call her Haley. And then... We could just call the other female the girlfriend. So there's four people in this scenario. Okay, Okay. go ahead.
0: Now, as the uncle, if if I look at it and I'm the uncle, I'm in that situation, I'm going to feel bad because I feel like my brother is not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. So I feel like if he's my real brother and that's my real family, I'm going to pick up the slack because I know how it is. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe my brother has mental health issues. Maybe my brother's down and out. Maybe my brother's locked up. We don't know that part of the story.
1: Well, he's not locked
0: up. He's there. Right, he's there, but for whatever reason, he's not stepping up and doing what he's supposed to do.
1: He could just let's just say he's just not a stand up guy. It just seems like he's just not a stand up guy.
0: Could be, and if that's the case, I kind of want to fill in that slack because maybe I I love the kid. I you know mm-hmm. I, I grew up with the kid, and I just want to be the best and do the best for the kid.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. So
0: I I get that. Now, as far as the girlfriend, if she doesn't get along with. Haley, which is my girl, then maybe we just need to have a conversation and I shouldn't go around Haley's back. Now, Haley, I hope you have this conversation with your boyfriend that you don't like this girl. That you guys should be on the same page. Like, you should be straight. Like, I don't like that bitch. Like, wow. straight up and down. I don't like that motherfucker. You
1: always have to be extra. I mean, I mean,
0: sometimes you got to be extra for people to really understand. Mm-hmm. I don't like that bitch. <laughs> I'm serious. So, You're
1: gonna make it clear. So now that now no you, misunderstanding. So
0: so babe, now you know right. I don't like that bitch. Do not make a move with that bitch without me being involved. If it's if it's about the little right. boy, cool. But when you talk to that bitch I want to be involved. I, I want to know that. everything that's going on. Matter of fact, when she drops the baby off, I'm opening the door so i let this bitch know that this is my house. Right. You know what I mean? I love that, Fuck actually. all that other shit. Like, no, 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 no. You don't call that bitch because, yes, she probably does feel that way. She probably feels like, fuck, I picked the wrong mother. Absolutely. I picked the motherfucker that, that doesn't want to do shit and this, this guy wants to do everything. Mm-hmm. Fuck. All right, well, they're not married. Maybe I can steal them from... You know you, and then I got the right brother.
1: Well, I don't know if
0: I don't know if I don't know if the
1: girlfriend really is interested in stealing the uncle from Haley. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that that's the truth, Uh but I think that possibly, if circumstances had it that the cookie crumbled that way, she would snatch him up. Like right. If Haley and the uncle broke up, if she and her boyfriend broke up and he happened to be available, she might make a play for him right. type thing. But I think that it's easy for anyone listening to understand that the girlfriend has a boyfriend mm-hmm. who, like I said a few minutes ago, probably isn't a stand up guy in right. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And then you have his brother who's doing everything that his brother should be doing. Right. He's at the house. He's probably playing with the kid, watching TV with the kid, mm-hmm. talking to the kid, maybe mm-hmm. taking the kid places and being that father figure in his life. Right. Any woman would look at that and be impressed by it and be like, wow, I would love this for my son. Right, absolutely. I would love for my son to have this role model or this example in his life. Damn. Anybody, with any female would feel that way. Like if you're with someone that sucks and then someone that's great steps into the picture, of course you're gonna look at it and acknowledge what's going on right in front of you. Right. And feel as though, wow, it would be wonderful if I had this. absolutely. But I don't. And that sucks. It's understandable. Not good. Not good by any stretch of the imagination, but understandable. And by understandable, I mean anyone listening can kind of say, yeah, it's not great, but I get it. Right? It's understandable that... When she's around the uncle that she's probably extra nice to him, right? extra sweet, probably borderline, borderline or actually flirting with him. Absolutely. Because it's someone that's being nice to you right. and more importantly, being nice to your child. So I can see it happening that she would smile a little bit more, talk a little bit softer offer him something to eat, offer him something to drink, go out of her way to make it, make sure that he's happy and he's comfortable so he continually comes back to be in her presence and in her son's presence. Is that okay? Of course not. But we can all see how that would happen, and that's just realistic. But now from Haley's perspective, from anybody's perspective... That's not a situation right. that you want your boyfriend, who we're calling the uncle, to be in. But, rightfully speaking, you can't pull him away from that because now we're talking about family. That is his blood nephew. And it's a very admirable and commendable thing for him to step in where his where his brother is not stepping to the plate. Absolutely. So, as his girlfriend, Hallie, Haley, Haley. Haley, I would encourage that. And I would support that, but with a set of parameters. And I like the parameters that you just mentioned. Right. You let him know what it is. And when she flirts with you or borderline flirts with you, ignore it. Right. Don't do things to encourage her behavior because you're not doing it for her. You're doing it for your nephew. Absolutely. So you don't reciprocate. Like if she smiles at you, you don't smile back. In a way that would encourage her smiling at you. Now, if it's just a normal smile, that's fine. Right. But we know when someone's flirting with us. Absolutely. And Hallie, I'm going to tell you this. Just don't get caught up in those whack conversations where you know what's real and he knows what's real and then he denies it. And you both are just sitting there BSing each other. Those are the conversations, as you know, I can't stand to have. That's another thing that will send me off and really send me into a a tailspin. Like when you and I have a conversation where something that I don't like happened. Uh It could be the way you spoke to me. It could be a response to a question. It could be something. And then you're trying to have me believe that it happened under one set of circumstances or that I imagined it or it wasn't what I saw Mm -hmm. when I know It was exactly what I saw, Mm -hmm. and the interpretation that I took was dead on. But we got to spend 45 minutes arguing back and forth about the validity of what my impression was. Right. And that's that BS conversation. And that will be the argument that will have us or have me irritated with you for days. Like, not talking to you, don't give me a kiss, don't, like, I need you to assert and own the fact that you were wrong and what I thought was right to begin with and that's based on intuition and just the fact that mother trucker like we were both there we know what really happened so I'm saying all of that to say Haley let's say that the four of you are together or forget about Forget about the brother. Let's say the three of you are together. Right. In the kitchen, in the living room, and she throws him a pleasantry, a flirt, a smile, Uh a look, Mm -hmm. a glance, or whatever you want to call it. And you know that it wasn't appropriate. You know that it was a flirt. You know that it was something that that girl should not be throwing his way. And you know because it friggin' makes you feel uncomfortable when it happens. You peep it. And then you're like, "Mm, the bleep was that I you can say something to her in that moment. Check her in that moment or and it's up to you. Depends on, you know, your personality, whether you're confrontational or non-confrontational. You can pull your man aside and speak to him right there and then and say, that is what I don't like. You know what it was. I know what it was. I can see a situation where the guy's like, nah, she was, that was just a smile, or I didn't see any look, or you're looking too far into it, or you're exaggerating, or no, you're overreacting. No, the bleep, I wasn't. You saw it, I saw it, she did it, the three of us were all there, let's not pretend like this didn't happen. Right, And... In that moment, you have to really assert yourself and let him know this is the stuff that won't go down because if it does, then we're not going to be cool with this whole situation where you're coming and playing second daddy mm-hmm. to your nephew. Like right now, it's cool. You have my support. I'm glad that you're the type of man that would do that. It gives me an idea of the type of dad that you'll be if we ever get to the point where we get married and we have children. It's wonderful don't mess that up. Do not entertain this BS because I don't think that she's a good person. Right. I think she's mean and she listed a laundry list of things that she didn't like about her. Mm -hmm. I don't think that she's a good person so do not entertain her. If you do, then you're going to screw everything up. Absolutely. And that's how I think it should go down.
0: I, and I agree with you. And I'll tell you how I felt. And I would start with, I don't fuck with that bitch so he knows.
1: <laughs> you sure that's not going to be the title?
0: Right. Yeah, that might be the title, right? <laughs> uh, let's get to another quick email now. Oh, um, good. Uh, hey, guys. I love the podcast. DJ MV, uh looks great after losing the 22 pounds. Yes, it you do. 24, by I'm the I'm going
1: pinch your nipple.
0: What? Nothing. That, that was too much. All right. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Good, i be mean, pinching his nipples people
0: and you be licking him too but anyway keep up the good work and keep it all and keep it all oh keep the weight off okay these questions are for gear but i'm gonna answer anyway motherfucker uh, <laughs> it's very refreshing to see a woman like you embrace your natural beauty in a world filled with plastic surgery and all kinds of implants etc would you ever consider plastic surgery Oh. after hearing the podcast the vibe i got from you is that you are okay with letting time take its course on your looks is that accurate would you ever consider plastic surgery like in your 50s or 60s to tighten up or is it something you would never do what about stuff like laser hair removal is that something you would consider for the sake of convenience i'm interested in your thoughts views on cosmetic procedures love the podcast please answer if you can
1: oh that's an interesting question Okay, so laser hair removal, absolutely, I have done it. I have full body laser hair removal, so I don't sprout hair anywhere on my body except my head, my eyebrows, and my eyelashes.
0: Right, not even the cooch.
1: I mean, I think that was pretty obvious, right?
0: Oh, sorry, I just wanted to make sure I didn't know, because you didn't say it.
1: Yes, that was some of the best money that I have ever spent, literally. I... Could not be more happy with the results. But with laser hair removal, here's the thing. The laser is attracted and it damages uh, melanin, for instance. Mm -hmm. So the root of the hair follicle contains the hair, obviously. Mm -hmm. And when the laser is administered, the laser goes straight to the root Uh and it zaps the hair Mm -hmm. because of the melanin. Laser hair removal is the most most effective on fair-skinned people with dark hair. Mm -hmm. So fair-skinned people with light hair, for instance, like Scandinavian people, blondes, it doesn't work very well on because there's no melanin in the hair follicle. So when the laser goes into the skin or into the layers of the skin, it scatters and gets lost because it's not attracted to anything. Dark-skinned people with a dark root, the same thing the laser isn't attracted to anything it gets down into there and then it kind of scatters and it doesn't really zap the hair so if you're fair with light hair or dark with dark hair you can get maybe minuscule results from what i understand from what i was told when i had my procedure done it's not very effective but you
0: did your procedure like three years ago though, four years ago right no what was it
1: you have no concept of time um Eight years ago, oh, so nine years. There has ago. to be
0: new treatments that they. No, I out. think
1: that the. I think that the. Um, the technology and the science of it is the same. Oh really? Okay. That's what I think. You can do a quick Google search and update. But from when I had my procedure done, the laser is attracted to the melanin. It's attracted to the color. I'm sorry, and they have that's to be what able it's at
0: to fix it from eight years. To, to I don't. Know.
1: I don't know if it's about fixing. I think that that's hmm. how it works. But anyway, that's what it was when I got it done. So again. Fair-complected people with dark hair—it is the most effective for, and it takes several treatments. So, depending on who you go to Mm -hmm. and what their rates are, for me, it was just—it was worth every penny. Right. I love being able to get up and go, and not have to worry about shaving my underarm, shaving Mm -hmm. my bikini line, um, shaving my legs, because as a female, you know, your hair grows back every two and a half days. You shave your legs, you're going out the the next day you have to shave again. Or you're getting in bed with your man and the worst feeling is for him to rub your legs and you know that there's stubble. So you're constantly shaving, constantly wanting to be fresh and soft and supple and sexy. Mm -hmm. And... Sometimes it's hard to do. And I know that for me, it makes me feel uncomfortable. So I wanted to have laser hair removal, no razor bumps anymore, no nothing. Your skin is just beautiful and soft. So I am an advocate of laser hair removal. Now, as far as um, any type of plastic surgery or injections or anything, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I've never had any type of cosmetic Anything. So no Botox, no fillers, no um, implants or injections or liposuctions or a tummy tuck or, you know, nothing like that. I've never had anything done. Now, when you ask a person, will you ever, the word ever, the word never is a finite term. Right. And what I find is that a lot of people will throw that term around Mm -hmm. often. Oh, I'll never. Right. Or I could Never. From today, which is Wednesday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. April, whatever, 2018, I don't see myself having a cosmetic surgery in the future. And you're right. I think that I would be very happy to grow older gracefully and embrace the changes. Um, But. It can be a different story when you're 50, and you know your boobs are down to your belly button, or you start developing crow's feet, and you know that a simple little pokey poo can get rid of it. Um, or, you know, things just start to not look as flattering. I would like to still be attractive when I'm 50. And you will be. And you don't know how your body is going to change as you age. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's very easy for me to say, yeah, no, I don't see myself ever doing that because at this point in time, I don't have any signs of anything and I am not coming to terms with how it feels. In this moment, it's not my reality. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people make the mistake of... Talking about the future and oh, if he did that to me, I would say this or I would do this or, you know, it I would never take that. I'd never accept that. Yeah, you think that because you're that's not your reality. Mm-hmm. You've never been in that situation. You haven't been in a place where you've been forced to make that decision. Right. So I think that I'll be comfortable with aging, uh-huh. but you know, this isn't, you know, twenty years from now. Right. And I really don't know, um, I think that you make your own choices. I don't think that you look to other people for what they do or what their experience is. You do what feels good for you. right? You know, and the only problem that I ever have is when people go too far or they go overboard. And I think a lot of times that's a result of a condition called body dysmorphia mm-hmm. where You see something in the mirror and that reflection doesn't reflect what other people see when they look at you. Mm -hmm. You look in the mirror and you think that your nose is too big. You think that, you know, um, you might be a little bit too overweight or too skinny or too this or too that. And you find all of these flaws. But when other people look at you, they think that you look fine. I mean... To be honest, like I said, like with the detox, I felt like I looked too skinny. But a lot of the feedback was, you look fine. You don't look like a skeleton or you don't look this. You told me that every day. The kids told me that every day. But that's what I saw when I looked in the mirror. And maybe that was a little hint of body dysmorphia. I guess it was just a result of me not liking what I saw. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to take cues from what other people see as well. And not people that are just yes people that are going to tell you things to make you happy. You have to have people in your life that tell you the truth that... You can believe when you might be leading yourself astray, you know? So with that being said, Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people, they just have the wrong self-image. And that's when you see people that go too far. They might get a little bit of filler and they're like, wow, that plumped up that line. Well, what about these lines? And then they go and have those lines plumped up. And then they start, it's like you get into this funk where you want to fix everything mm-hmm. because your previous fixes were pleasing and they were so easy and maybe not as costly as you might have thought because to me plastic surgery is pretty freaking affordable like mm-hmm. if you have a credit card you can get that tummy tuck right you can get those breast implants you can get that liposuction like people it's within reach I feel like years ago it, it was a little bit more taboo and it was a little bit out of reach financially, but now it's within your reach. So if you're in a situation where you can afford it and you're finding flaws and it's a quick, easy fix, people start over fixing. And that's when people start looking crazy. Right. So I think that it's okay if it's done tastefully and it's not overdone.
0: You know, I, I feel the same way and I know she don't care about my opinion, but I'll just say it before we get up out of here. I just feel like whatever you do, you have to do it for yourself. You can't do it for anybody else. And, and a quick, uh, thing is, you know, Kanye West, of course, he's been going on a rant this week. He said that he did liposuction Mm -hmm. and he said because of it, he was addicted to opioids. I guess they gave it to him, you know, for his healing. And one thing he said that I hated was he said, yeah, I got liposuction because I seen what y'all did to Rob Kardashian and y'all embarrassed him. And he didn't want to come to the wedding because cameras were going to be there. And I didn't want that to be me. Right. He didn't want people to call him fat. They didn't want people to call him fat and 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 this is where you have to do things for yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. If if you want to do a procedure, I'm I'm against it. You know, I, I don't I'm not for it if you know, I wouldn't want my daughter to do it, I wouldn't want my wife to do it. Um, but if you do decide to do it, it's your decision, of course, I don't judge anybody. But you should do it because you want to do it. Not because you feel like this is, this will help me with this or this. People won't be talking about me because of this. If there's something that you don't like, maybe your nose is crooked and you'd be like, you know what? I've been dealing with this since I was a kid. I just don't like the way my nose is. Then yes. Right. And mm-hmm. if that's you, but don't do it because you want somebody else to like you or you want somebody else to look at you a different way. Do it because of yourself.
1: Right. Well, there's do it because of yourself, but then also like a surgery, like a tummy tuck. Like I've always said that if, I had all these kids Mm -hmm. and my stomach was out of whack, Mm -hmm. which happens to a lot of women after one child. You know, if you're, if genetically you don't, your skin isn't as elastic or you don't have as much collagen when your stomach grows and you give birth, sometimes the skin doesn't snap back. And that's really what the term snap back is about the skin. If it's optimal skin, it will snap back, it will retract and go back into, it's not going to go back into its original, original condition because it has stretched, but from what the human eye can see, it goes back into its normal position. And that's what a snapback is. Um, If my skin didn't snap back and it hung, because that's what happens a lot of time, it's like a deflated balloon, Right. it just crumples up and then it hung. If that happened to me, I would have a tummy tuck and a heartbeat. Right. Because. But that's for you because you want, want. Yes. And not just for me. Mm-hmm. I would feel unattractive. I'm not going to lie. I would feel unattractive. I would feel less sexy. And I'm not saying that other women feel that way. I'm speaking for myself. Okay. If my stomach reacted that way to a pregnancy, I would feel unattractive, not completely unattractive, but that part of my bunny body I would feel was unattractive and not as sexy. And I would personally feel away every time that you looked at me naked. Mm-hmm. It would make me feel uncomfortable. And that would be an insecurity. It absolutely positively would. I would have a tummy tuck in a heartbeat. Not for the weight of the stomach, because you can lose. If you just have a pouch, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a tummy tuck. You know? But skin there's nothing you can do about it there's no cream mm-hmm. there's no jelly there's no nothing that you can rub on stretched out skin to fix it if it's stretched out and it's hanging and it looks like a deflated balloon the only treatment to fix that would be to cut it off and re-stretch it and re-suture it and let that scar heal okay and i would do that i would absolutely do that um And yeah, like a nose job, a nose is dead smack in the center of your face. And if your nose is a distraction in some way or if it's, I don't know, kind of taking someone that's looking at you's attention away from the rest of the beauty of your face Uh and it makes you feel a way. I support nose jobs. Okay. I support nose jobs because it really is dead in the smack center of your face and it can really... I've seen people have nose jobs and they look completely different and in a better way, you know? So there are things that I think are absolutely okay. I just don't like when people... Go too far,
0: absolutely, and but I they don't realize that they're going too far. No, they never do it. They, they get a, it's an addiction, addiction type of thing, an and they start one and they go to the next, and I, that happens all the time. But you know, just do it like you said for yourself, and just don't overdo it. I I don't suggest it, but I get it, and I I just want to tell you something as my wife, if your stomach was wrinkly like a balloon or uh, hanging over, I would just lick under it. Like I would lick under it. (laughs) I pick it up and lick it. Or if they had like the balloon effect, I would go right through the ripples. Yeah, Yeah, no, but you wouldn't though. I would. No,
1: you wouldn't.
0: I would, (laughs) but you wouldn't though. I would. (laughs) Right through the ripples. I'm glad
1: that you're saying that, but you absolutely wouldn't though. Yeah, if we were being intimate and I was on top, I would probably cover my stomach with like the covers. And I'm not advocating that. I'm not advocating being insecure about flaws. I'm telling you how I would feel. Okay, and That I, is and I'm telling you I how like I would feel. I
0: look at her, I'd just rub my, my, my penis right under her, bloop, 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 And just tell you I love you. That's awesome. All right. All right. You ready to get up out of here? I am. All right. I got to go get your daughter. The daughter that you screamed at earlier today.
1: That we're going to go and pick up anyway? Yes. Yep,
0: it's two Let's beat this joint. All right, well, I'm DJ Envy.
1: And I am Gia Casey. And
0: that was another edition of the... Oh, I forgot. What? You can always email us, thecaseycrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E, Crew at gmail.com. All right, well, let's do it again. I'm DJ Envy. And I'm Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Toodles! Toodles.